Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Ukraine's defense minister pushes for even more weapons. This is the State of Ukraine from NPR News. Ukraine recently won a promise from Western allies to provide some military equipment it had long wanted, state-of-the-art tanks. Now, Ukraine's defense minister, Alexei Resnikov, says he's optimistic those same allies will supply Ukraine with advanced fighter jets. NPR's Ukraine correspondent, Joanna Kakissis, recently interviewed the Ukrainian defense minister, and she spoke to Juana Summers about that conversation. So, Joanna, let's start with those advanced battle tanks that were recently promised to Ukraine. We're talking Mm -hmm. about the Leopard 2 and the Abrams. How quickly can they get on the battlefield, according to the Ukrainian defense minister? So he says he hopes that training courses will start as soon as possible, uh, like as soon as they get here, and that the training will be somewhere in Europe where the terrain and weather is similar to Ukraine. Reznikov told us a similar fast-track training is also planned for the Patriot air defense missiles the U.S. promised Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky in December. Normal training courses for Patriot consist 10 months, but our uh, servicemen will be ready with their trainers in the United States during probably 10 weeks. For the Leopard tanks, for example, normally could be half a year, but I hope that we will do it during one month or probably two months, not more. Uh, He says some time will be needed to set up like the supply chain through fuel and spare parts and also train people to maintain and repair these new weapons. But he says these these weapons will be a game changer, just like previous ones like the Javelins or HIMARS were. So what other weapons would the defense minister like to see deployed in Ukraine? Well, like so many others in Ukraine, he's pushing for fighter jets, F-16 specifically, and Reznikov says he believes it's very likely that Ukraine will get them, uh, as they've gotten other weapons in the past that at first seemed out of reach. Heimers, MLRS, NASAMS, IRIS-T, and Patriot, everything what is impossible today, absolutely possible tomorrow. He says allies in the past have turned down weapons, uh, weapon requests for what he calls pragmatic reasons, like it's hard to find spare parts. And in the case of these planes, he says they're offering an argument he's already heard. When I ask about F-16 or F-platform, I never heard about it's a problem with the spare parts or supplying chains, etc., etc. The answer was normally, oh, Alexei, you know, it's a very long period of training courses for your pilots. And he says Ukraine is going to prove it can do shorter and more intense training as they've done uh, with other weapons. And Joanna, the West, though, generally remains cautious about sending all of these weapons. Did the defense minister speak to that at all? Yes. uh, You know, of course, Ukraine's leaders, including the defense minister, say the choice uh, here is clear that this war is about saving not just Ukraine, but Western style liberal democracy. Uh, And, you know, the Ukrainians want to reclaim their territory, too, very practically. The defense uh, minister says that they can only do that when they have these advanced Western weapons that they can use against Russian forces. And we need to break through their defense lines in the battlefield and continue develop our counteroffensive campaign for liberation of our temporarily occupied territories. 
And, you know, however, Russia has accused the West of taking a direct role in this war by sending more and more sophisticated weapons to Kiev. And and this tension is uh, causing divisions within NATO and the European Union family. There has also been concern here, as well as in European countries, about how military aid to Ukraine is spent. The defense ministry was recently accused of purchasing some food for Ukrainian soldiers at inflated prices. Did Reznikov address that? He did. He dismissed those in charge of procuring supplies for soldiers. Uh, uh, But I should note that before the war, most defense ministry expenses were public. Uh, So since the war, they've been classified for security reasons. And he says he's working on making the procurement process for military food and other supplies at least somewhat transparent. He says he knows that Ukraine needs trust from the West and its citizens to win this war and rebuild the country. NPR's Joanna Kakesis in Ukraine. Joanna, thank you. You're welcome, Juana. Thanks for listening to the State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back to this feed for more on the war and its impacts around the world. Support for NPR and the following message come from Sattva. Sattva luxury mattresses are every bit as elegant as the most expensive brands, but because they're sold online, they're about half the price. Visit com slash NPR and save an additional $200. When the economic news gets to be a bit much... Listen to The Indicator from Planet Money. We're here for you, like your friends, trying to figure out all the most confusing parts. One story, one idea, every day. All in 10 minutes or less. The Indicator from Planet Money, your friendly economic sidekick. From NPR. The economy right now is bewildering, impenetrable, inconceivable. Not when you have the indicator of podcast in your ears. In under 10 minutes every day, we simplify the complicated news like... How does inflation drop? What the heck is a SPAC? Why are trendy little high-fiber sodas suddenly dominating store shelves? And more. Listen to The Indicator from Planet Money and NPR.